A Weekend with Jason Dacey Replay from Money FM 89.3. Inspiring interviews, Singapore stories here on Money FM 89.3. I'd like to welcome a former Miss Singapore, Adlin Hokalani, here to the studio. She's an influencer. She's a mum of three, and she's been working hard in charity. Good to see you. Hi, thank you for having me. It's a great pleasure. You just got back from Cambodia working with the Tabitha Foundation over there. It's something you've been doing for quite a long time. Can you tell us uh, the sort of charity works that you've been doing over there? So basically, um, I got to know this Tabitha Foundation from uh, my good friend, Doug. And he introduced me about Tabitha Foundation. And he says that, oh, we're going to travel to Cambodia, Phnom Penh, to different uh, provinces every year. And that's how I get myself involved. Uh, but actually, it was like a few years back where I actually stepped into uh, step with the team and said that, hey, you know what? I could do something better and try to raise as much as money as we could, which was like my first D&D with them. So, uh, and they were impressed. And from there onwards, I start to uh, join the leader, all those leaders and said that, okay, this year, what were we going to do? So basically, I give them a heads up. And I actually, since I'm an influencer, so I actually go up to every companies and ask if you would like to help our foundation and build houses. Because at the end of the day, you know that I'm going there to build the houses. That's fantastic. We've been seeing some uh, pictures on Instagram that you've been posting. You only got back uh, a week or two ago. And there's a woman's hospital that's been built. uh, And you're going to be going back again for that, aren't you? Yeah. So um, I'm very happy. Like uh, I've I've went to the women's hospital last year to take a look at the site, uh, and this year I didn't get a chance to go there because we were quite busy handling every other things. But uh, I'm going again t- uh, next year in March for the opening, and I'm just so happy to see what else I can do to volunteer. And what kind of uh, challenges did women face there in Cambodia? Because we don't always know a lot about what's going on, even though they are a pretty close neighbour. Uh, I think a lot of the women in uh, Cambodia have a uh, gyne, gyne problem. Gyne problems, yeah. yeah. And also like childbirth rates. And, mm. yeah. and because medical in Cambodia is, it qu- can be quite expensive, especially mm. for the for, uh, people in the prov- who stayed in the province. And we want to help them and give them a better health care. And what yeah. kind of reaction do you get from the locals when you go there? Do they know that you're a former Miss Singapore? They obviously see someone very glamorous helping out. Are they, I guess they're touched by that. No, actually, uh, no, they don't know who I am. Uh, but last year, one of the team actually told one of this uh, teenager girl uh, that I was uh, a beauty queen. And actually, I brought one of my fellow Miss World first runner-up last year an influencer oh, to come over to the trip and she actually enjoyed it and of course it's her first experience she actually cried when we did the handover of the uh, blanket to each family and, oh that's yeah. lovely yeah. speaking to Adlin Hokalani who's uh, working hard in charity why do you think it's so important to, to give back I mean you've had a fantastic life in Singapore uh, you've had a lot of success um, but why do you like to take that extra step I think that uh, I grew up with my grandparents and I think I was influenced by my grandfather who would always help people. It's like, for example, if he have $10, because this, we, we were not rich when we were young, when mm, I was young. Mm-hmm. So he, if he have $10 and he sees somebody out there who doesn't have anything to eat, he will give $8 to that person and he just keep $2 for himself. That's, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, why do you, you know that that's your last penny? And he says that, you know, sometimes... 
we have to help people because we are quite blessed. We have a shelter and some people doesn't have anything. We always have to remember no matter where we go. Well, it's a very busy time for you because since you got back from that trip to Cambodia, you're working in a new job as an yeah. operations manager for a recruitment company. Can you tell me about that? Yeah, I've, I just started with Ultimate Asset. Um, so um, it's a UK company and I'm very happy to be in the team and they're very welcoming and I'm still trying to understand a lot about the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm open to help them in any way I can. And yeah, that's great. And it's always good to do something that you're learning something new, right? Yeah, it's it's very important to learn something new because mm. I love to always <laughs> learn new things. Yeah, but it's challenging, isn't it? Uh, because you can feel a bit like a fish out of water at times, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> it is true. It is true. But you know, I always keep fighting. Like it's always good to just move forward. Yeah. And what about your modeling and uh, other entertainment sort of uh, avenues? Are you working much on that at the moment? Uh, at the moment, I've got like a few photo shoots and a few uh, products that I'm going to, I have to post on Instagram. So I still work on that despite like, even though I have uh, a full-time job now, I'll still do that because that's a separate life. Yeah. Know, like, yeah. And I know you've got a dream about a fashion label coming up next year with a friend. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. So next year, I am, uh, we've already have everything sorted. So next year, we'll be doing our launch probably in March for our new clothing line. Yeah. Wow. Can you give us a sneak preview? What kind of clothes is it? Well, it's basically more classy, chic, uh, mod- modern woman, yeah. Kind of fashion. Sort of what you are, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a little bit of my kind of style. <laughs> Inspired yeah. by uh, what you're wearing, I guess. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I'm really um, stunned by how busy you are. And you've got three kids. I didn't realize that, that you've got um, two girls and a boy, 13, 9, and 7. So, you're juggling that. You're juggling your trips to yeah. Cambodia and elsewhere, this new job. Uh, tell me about the family side of things for you. Um, actually, my kids understand that I go to Cambodia every year, and I think they are—they—they they always want to come with me. But I think that they are not at the right age to come with me at the moment. Uh, but I promised my son that next year he could actually come on a trip with me if he passes his exam. <laughs> and yeah, and I think that they are very proud of what I do because they always said uh, in school, like, you know, my mom always helped uh, people in Cambodia. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. How much joy do they give you, your, your kids? How much joy do you get out of uh, having them around and the love that they radiate? Uh, they're very independent, but uh, I would actually uh, juggle my time with them. Like, the weekends is strictly for them. Like, yeah, but they also have a lot of activities going on. They're Mm. playing golf and, yeah. And your son, Andre Isaac, he's 13 and uh, I think he's in P6 now. Yes. Uh, And he's a a miracle kid in many ways. Uh, Yes, he he is. Because uh, I think seven years ago, he was six years old and he actually fell off six story high and he was in the hospital for about six months and wow. he had to go through about two uh, open heart surgery operation wow. for it. Yeah. That's, that must have been so distressing for you. I mean, what uh, kind of journey was it for you as uh, he recovered and immediately after that? Tell us about that. It was hard because um, at the point of time when uh, he was in the hospital, I was completely lost. But I was very uh, lucky because I have uh, very good neighbors who actually came and helped me with uh, all my needs, give me moral support because 
I couldn't actually remember who came and uh, to the hospital. Who so it's kind of that. a blur. Yeah, and also because I had a, a charity trip going on, and my team was telling me that no, your son needs you in the mm, hospital. Mm, mm. It's okay. Everything uh, is under control because I'm that perfectionist. Like I want everything to be right mm. and proper, and I have to be there to see mm. it. Yeah. So how close was it? Was it touch and go for him for a while with uh, that fall and you know being in hospital? It was difficult. Uh, it was not really touch and go because he was on life support mm, and mm. he couldn't even remember wow. uh, what happened to him. Um, so when I asked the doctor, the doctor said it could be the medication that he can't actually remember. Mm. Yeah, so he broke a lot of bones. Uh, apparently, he could, uh, should not be walking for about like seven months. That's what the doctor says. But he is a fighter, and he like says, his mom. yeah, mm. and he actually walked. Wow, well, so how is he now? Is he almost normal is, is physically? Yeah, physically, he's a, uh, he looks like a normal boy. Mm. But uh, because due to the fall, uh, because of his heart, uh, he's still not be able to do sports. So right, that upsets right. him a lot. And that's a lot of, uh, you know, like guiding and talk and make him understand why he can do that. Mm -hmm. yeah. But it's a miracle that he's alive, I guess. He yeah. could easily have lost him, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm just uh, thankfully that he's alive because he's like the first kid in Singapore to actually survive that heart condition. Wow, that's yeah. fantastic. So the doctors here must have been great to really support him and get him through that. Yeah, the doctors are always happy to see him. They make friends with him, even the nurses in the KKICU are so, so nice to him. Mm. Yeah. So we're speaking to Adeline Hokolani. She's an influencer, former Miss Singapore, charity worker. So when you look ahead, you know, you're, you're 37 now. Hope you don't mind me reviewing that. <laughs> Still, okay. you don't look it. You don't look it. But when you look back on your life so far, um, how surprised are you with what you've achieved and what you've been able to do and what would you like to do in the future? I'm very surprised, but I won't forget like the new uh, generation, like the, the kids who's coming up. So I normally influence the younger generation and teach them what I know. Um, and from there, I hope it carry on uh, what I do. Like, for example, my charity. I hope my, when I influence my kids, I hope in the future they will take over me and mm. still continue that journey. Mm. So I guess that's important. Like, uh, I love to influence people in a good way. Yeah. Now, pageants haven't got the best press in recent times. You know, I guess some people say it's a bit in the past. I mean, what's your view on pageants and the way that they can help women or not? Um, I guess pageant could actually help women uh, because I think that it gives them that confidence about themselves because some women are not really confident about mm. themselves. It's to actually train them to always be confident, uh, you know, you're good no matter how you look. Um, yeah, pageant is actually not what people think uh, it is. It's actually very difficult because they actually contribute a lot of their time, you know, going through like gym, going through like how to walk. Yeah, and it's not easy. It's so not without easy. the pageant for you, you think you'd uh, not be as successful. It really helped you a lot. No, actually, even if you are not a beauty queen, you know, you still can succeed in whatever you want. You just have to believe in yourself and just go for it. Mm. Yeah. So would you recommend people still getting involved in pageants? Yeah, and obviously you still interact with some uh, at the moment, don't you? Yeah, uh, I mean, it all depends on when I actually audition some of this girl, I would normally ask them, why do you join the pageant? So my purpose when I joined the pageant was 
to get into charity. I want to get involved into charity. And during those times, I was too young to understand how do I actually get myself involved. Mm. And I'm very proud that I joined. And then here I am trying to change what I can help with the community. So where do you see yourself in 10 years' time? Um, Your kids will be almost grown up by then. Yeah, Yeah. I think uh, I'll be in an island in Maldives right now. (laughs) And my pina colada with my husband and just enjoy life, I guess. I hope so. (laughs) Pina colada with an umbrella and a little umbrella thing that they have in those drinks, right? Yeah, with a cherry on top. (laughs) So how do we find out more about you and your life and what you're up to? Um, Well, I'm very... uh, active on social media, uh, especially my Instagram, not really on Facebook, but Facebook is just for family and close friends. Uh, I'm sorry if I don't add anyone on Facebook, (laughs) but Instagram is public and it's open. I share my story. I share um, the uh, whatever brands that um, come my way to influence everybody to know about the product. Um, Yeah. You think it's important to be very, um, I guess, visible on social media? It's not uh, important, but I guess it depends on what you want. Like for me, because I need this because I have my business and I love to interact with people because I'm just a friendly Aries girl. (laughs) (laughs) One Aries speaking to another Aries here this this morning on a weekend morning. So final word, Adeline, um, when you look at your fashion line, what's ahead for 2019? My fashion line 2019, I think it's going to be fun, shake, uh, positive. Uh, it's going to be wow. It's still going to be a surprise. I'm not going to leak out because or else I will get into trouble with my other two business partner. All right. We're going to watch out with interest. Many thanks to Adeline Hokalani, former Miss Singapore influencer, charity worker, and also fashion queen for 2019. Yeah. Thank you.